You had me at... Hell no! Hello, and welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And welcome to our podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. If you are returning, welcome. We're happy to have you here with us on our podcast where we talk about romance movies and why we love a genre that hates us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we explore rom-coms, dramas, erotic thrillers, uh, other one. If, if romance is central to the plot, we're going to talk about it. Uh, even though we don't uh, watch this type of movie to like turn our brain off necessarily. Uh, Melanie, what do you like to watch to shut down? Oh, to shut down? Horror. Anything mm-hmm. spooky, anything scary. Um, recently, I watched Lake Placid, a classic. <gasps> We love we love Bridget Fonda. We love Bill Pullman. We love Oliver Platt. We love Brendan Gleeson. I was like, if you don't, I was like, if this bitch doesn't say Brendan Gleeson, I'm gonna raise, I'm, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose my mind. What are you, some kind of mental or something? <laughs> God, it's so. First of all, it's a bad movie, but no, and Betty White good. too. But it's mm-hmm. also so fun. How did this get made? Has a great episode about it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. But um, I love horror. Allie, what do you like to watch? To oh, shut down to turn my brain to turn my brain off. I'll watch a silly action film. Um, most recently, I watched something called Kill Chain with oh. uh, my friend Alice. Shout out to Alice. Hey, it's Alice. A, it's a Nicolas Cage feature. Oh my um, god! Which honestly. What? It was better than I thought it was. Like really? I was fully expecting it to be like, uh oh, but it was good. I, I, I was like watching it like, oh, this is, this is a movie. All right, it's okay. Fun. What era of Cage are we talking? Oh, here? this came out in 2019. Okay, hell yeah, yeah. And I look, I, it, it, there was a part in the movie where I was like, oh wait, is he gonna have an age-appropriate love interest? <gasps> nope. Oh. Not, not our boy. Not, not our Nikki. boy. Not no Nikki. way. Mm-mm. Not Nico. Uh-uh. He said, I, he said, give me that 30-year-old actress. Give give me that one. I'm going to kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> and then he does. And then he does. Uh, um, I'm, but, listen, aside from Nicolas Cage, whom we love dearly, um, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> today we are returning mm-hmm. to the bullshit that is the Twilight Saga. And we are picking up with Eclipse. Eclipse. The third film in the install. The third, uh, uh, oh, oh no. Allie, help, my brain. The third installment in the saga. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's just get into it. I, I've been, this is taking notes. Oh boy! I took All a right. lot. I feel like I was taking a lot of notes. Um, I will say this one is easier to get through than uh, New Moon. New Moon was like, oof! Like New, New Moon, Moon is was rough. Like, this you're struggling. New Moon, you're like, oh god, okay, yeah. oh my god, like you're really like, okay, we can do this. Despite like, uh, New Moon kind of goes. I don't want to say downhill. But, like, after Where the Hell Have You Been, Loka, like, once we find out where the hell Loka has been, 
it's not that interesting until the end when Michael Sheen shows up. I, mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. I would agree. Um, this one is... This one, I think, is a great example of where Twilight kind of... I don't want to say sexy. I'm Twilight... Because uh, oh okay, I think I, I think I I'm picking up what you're putting down. The peripheral it's not that stories are yeah. the more interesting parts of Twilight, and yes. part of that is because they want to have some kind of element of danger or interesting thing or peril um, without actually losing any of the main characters or having anything actually affect them, any mm-hmm. real consequences for the actual main story. So everything around them is kind of exciting and interesting and uh you're like wait why don't we hear more about that but we don't really and this one might be my favorite in terms of the peripheral stories Mm -hmm. because it you find out about stuff where you're like wait what what why isn't the movie about that anyway uh oh i fully agree i fully agree um and i want to get into those um peripheral stories in a sec but just for my sanity and anyone who's been following us picking apart the Twilight Saga, just to give some brief, if, if I even understood the plot, who knows? At this point, my brain is just a pile of mush. But we're picking up at the basically after the events of New Moon. Mm-hmm. So Bella has saved Edward from revealing himself to the humans in Italy, in Volterra, and the Volturi, who are basically like the rule... the. I, oligarchical like the Vatican of vampires. Yeah, it's basically like a group of old timey vampire oligarchs who mm-hmm. have some sort of rules. But the Cullens seem to be the only American vampires that know about the Volturi, because like Victoria doesn't seem to know or care about them. So I don't know. It's I don't know how powerful they really are in terms of like ruling over other vampires. But it that's neither unclear. here nor there. It is unclear, babe. Right. Mm-hmm. But basically. They try to use their powers on Bella, and it doesn't affect her much in the same way that, like, Edward can't read her mind. So uh, Arrow, the head vampire played by Arbu, Michael Sheen, basically mm-hmm. says, okay, well, we want Bella to be a vampire, so you have to turn her. Mm-hmm. So we pick basically back up. It's senior year of high school. Bella and Edward basically agree, okay, she's going to graduate high school before anything happens. And he basically says, okay, well, I want to marry you first before I turn you. And she's kind of like, not sure if she agrees or not. Um, And so the stupid romantic plot of this is basically like she's in love with Jacob and Edward at the same time, which is a load of horse shit. And the werewolves and the Cullens basically form an alliance because Victoria has basically made an army of newborn vampires to take them out. And we also learn crazy shit, okay? Like, Bella is invited to a Quileute, like, basically tribal council meeting where they, like, reveal... Why was she there? That's not cool. She didn't need to be there. She doesn't deserve to hear those stories, but okay. Well, I mean, it was it was foreshadowing, unfortunately. No, I know why it happened story-wise, but it's still fucked up that it was like, like why does she need to be there? She's not she's not an ally to the Quileutes. She hasn't she's done not shit for them. What has she done for them? Nothing. She's put she's them in only, danger. Yeah, she's anyway. so 
Uh, also, can we talk about how, why in this world newborn vampires are the most powerful? It sounds to me like being a vampire, if you're at your strongest when you first start, because the way the, the line that Edward says is like, because they still have their human blood in their bodies. So I guess the idea is that they're feeding off of their own like blood at first so that makes them stronger question mark yeah it's, that it, doesn't it, it, make it sounds sense like you're not i mean i guess you are strong at the end of it but like why i don't know it seems the whole thing is so dumb anyway it doesn't make sense because Victoria, then, yeah Victoria's like how for, yeah. how are the vol- how are older vampires then more powerful though like it doesn't it's it's a paradox it's unclear um, it's almost anyway. like it's almost like this wasn't very well thought out. Yeah. Also, Bella. Sometimes it says that like powers don't work on Bella. Like Michael Sheen can't read her thoughts. Edward can't read her thoughts. Um, but Dakota Jasper Fanning, can control her emotions. Jasper can control her emotions, and uh, Alice can see her future. It is unclear. Yeah. Um, it, it seems works. again. It seems like this world and its rules weren't very well thought out. It's it's that's crazy, um, <laughs> but uh, so Victoria's basically trying to. Now we're we're both saying basically a lot. We're, it's uh, because this it's so unnecessarily complicated. We're both trying to distill it, and really, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's so to, fucking stupid. We're trying to synthesize this. We're trying to synthesize this. So Victoria is trying to kill Bella because she is, quote, Edward's mate. And Edward killed her mate, James, in the first movie, The Ponytail Mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. Um, And because Alice can see her future, she sets up this, like, newborn vampire. She has this younger vampire set up a whole army to, like, do her dirty work for her so that... um, the Collins don't see her coming, and uh, which is kind defeated. of genius. Yeah, they're defeated anyway. Uh, the wolves and the vampires band together to, I guess, protect Boa. But they're trying Ugh. to protect the city, is how they're saying it. But um, they yeah defeat well, the newborn also vampires. Oh, so also the Volturi are there to be going. like a lot of people have been being killed by these vampires, mm-hmm. and they're drawing attention to themselves. So the Volturi are like, do we do something about this? They send Dakota Fanning. Um, Dakota Fanning is like, maybe we should do something. They don't do anything. These movies are all about, oh no, if this happens, that'll be really bad. And at the last minute, it's like, well, good thing we didn't have to do that. So no one has to face any true consequences. Um, Yeah. It's, uh, anyway, this movie. Um. But uh, anyway, also Bella agrees to marry Edward. That that ring is ugly. That ring is ugly. That ring is ugly. In fairness, in fairness to that ring, it's very Art Deco, which is basically like when Edward was alive. It's like it's very ugly. like late Edwardian Victorian beginning of Art Deco. Well, it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't wear it. It's not not More my like style. Art Yucko. I don't like it. Oh my god, uh, that was good. I liked that. Thank you. You're um, welcome. I can I? Okay, I. 
there are so many wigs in this. Bella's got a wig. Oh, because, her wig is so bad. Well, it's because she did the Joan Jett movie that yeah. Dakota is also in. Yeah, it's um, Cherry Curie. Yeah, and uh, uh, that one's actually kind of good. Like, they're good in that. I, Kristen, it was a, that was a movie where people were like, oh, Kristen Stewart's good. Yeah, because she is. Because she is. Um, everyone's wearing a wig. No, Pattinson's not wearing a wig. Because that's all, that's all, that's all our pets. That's all Patty, Patty Son. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all his hair. That hair is crazy. Um, uh, Jacob's not wearing a wig anymore. Well, he hasn't worn a wig in a while. Um, I will say, I remember, I'm going to reveal something. Okay. Um, so myself and, uh, Tiffer and our mutual friend, Allison, and loyal listener Amy and I think a few more people went and saw Eclipse the night it came out. <laughs> we were in college because it was summertime. I remember it came out like summertime. So we're all in town, and we thought this will be real. What it would be so funny if we went to see it on opening night, and it would also be so funny if we made T-shirts. <gasps> and. But all of ours were not, instead of, like, Team Jacob or Team Edward, we all had, um, I think Allison had one that said Team Buffy. And I think Amy had one that said, like, Team Remus. Or maybe they were flipped, but it was, like, other vampires or Team Other Werewolves. Um, Mine was Team Shark Boy. (laughs) Incredible. And I think (gasps) Tiffer's was Team My Girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, shown up, and we all. But the thing is, if you show up, it was like a one a.m. screening, so yeah. everyone there is also like a college kid that thought it would be funny to go see Twilight at midnight. And I remember when the first shot of Jacob, when Jacob shows up at the in the parking lot of the high school, everybody cheered. <laughs> he showed up, and everyone went, "Yeah!" <laughs> Incredible! Incredible! <laughs> It was wild. Uh, but yeah, that was a true memory. And that scene does make me laugh because he goes, she's like, why haven't you called me? And he goes, I have nothing to say. <laughs> oh, God. And I, we don't, I, uh, we don't, uh, since we've moved, now, since we're living in different places, listeners, Mel and I don't really chat while we're watching the movies so that when we are recording, we can hear each other's thoughts for the first time. Much like how say, did this get made? Look because at us. we're listen, we're on par. We're on par. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you keep going. <laughs> but I will say, um <laughs> in this one, I texted you and I just texted you, Edward sucks shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was immediately miserable. Yeah. I was immediately like, fuck <coughs> these dudes. Jacob also fucking sucks. They Jacob, all suck. Everyone Jacob says a lot of like, sucks. I know you love me. I know you love me. She never really says I love you. She clearly cares about him. But he is insistent. that He's like, I'm never going to give up. It's like, this she whole didn't tell you. She is other... telling you to leave her alone. Yeah, this whole movie is men telling Bella how she feels. Yeah, it's men and not like, listening to women. Yeah, well, and she does give some pushback. But also at the same time, like, 
I don't know. A lot of things stuck out. Like, uh, like this is really where the Edward uh, Jacob rivalry begins. Is the beginning of this movie, mm-hmm. and um, I remember in the film, Edward says something to Belle. He's like, "Oh, it's really not safe for you to hang out with the wolves because they have no control." Which number one is like pretty racist. Just yeah. being like, "Yeah, these brown people have no control." But also, like, what about fucking vampires, my guy? Y'all have no control either. <laughs> That's, like, your main thing that you say to Bella all the time. That's, we can't have sex because I won't be able to control myself. We can't go yeah. further because I can't control myself. I don't want you to be here because I won't be able to control myself. Right. That's, and and yeah. she basically, like, in this film, Bella's like, well, I don't want to die a virgin, basically. And Edward won't sleep with her unless they're married first, which is just, like, bro grow up i mean it's um, your it's your choice but i do think it's a little weird that you're gonna file taxes with someone because you might want to know how their dick feels yeah it's basically like like i don't know and this is just my lens of looking at this like the only reason she marries him is because she wants him to have sex with her yep there like, should be other reasons because, because bella doesn't want to get married that's like her whole thing she's like well it didn't work out for my parents and like marriage is stupid it's just a piece of paper which like mm-hmm. if you don't get married for religious reasons then yeah it's literally just a piece of paper mm-hmm. like if it doesn't have religious significance or even any kind of emotional significance to you it's just a piece of paper that you sign and turn in at the county clerk's office like mm-hmm. It literally just means you file your taxes together and you get benefits that other couples don't get. Mm-hmm. But and so she does have a point. Um, and then he surprises her just like out of the blue being like, uh, we're going to go visit your mom in Florida, which I don't know how he wasn't sparkling all over the place in fucking Florida. Yeah, what? Why was he? Excuse me. How did that work? Sir? No idea. Just. It, again, it seems like this wasn't very well thought out. <laughs> and and Bella, like, this whole thing is so sad to me because Bella says in her, you know, voiceover, she says, you know, I wanted to know that my mom's life was full and satisfying. And it's really like, let me know if I'm going too far or too dark here. But it really feels like her preparing to become a vampire is like her planning to... I mean, it is her planning to be dead. Yeah, like, no, uh, something I wrote down is the only, like, allowed or acceptable, I don't know, toughness, agency, decision-making that women are allowed is sacrificing themselves. The best yes. thing you can do to protect the men in your life, to protect the people around you, to protect your children, to protect anybody you love, is to kill yourself, just to sacrifice yourself. Is to Yeah, that's the only thing that seems acceptable is to put yourself in harm's way. And yes, and it's that's disgusting part of this, because the only yeah. other women that we see that don't do that are the, quote, villains. Yeah, uh, like Victoria. Is Victoria or Maria. And can I... I'm on Maria's side, frankly. I'm on Maria's side, bitch. Yeah, Can we talk about too. this? We have been waiting the whole time yes, to talk about the yes, stupid yes, yes, fucking yes, yes, storyline. Yes. I am on fire. I am livid. Okay, okay. So we find out a little more about some of the Cullen's backstory, which I realized later, I don't think we ever find out anything about Esme, what her nope, deal was. Nope, and nothing about Emmett. Nothing about nothing Emmett. Nothing about no, Alice. Emmett, nothing about Emmett. Uh, Alice, we, like, we know more about Alice in terms of, like, her powers. She has a lot of, like, 
lines, I guess, in the movie. But, like, what is her deal exactly? Anyway, we'll get to that. We find out about Jasper. Jasper becomes uh, the, like, um, leading uh, expert on newborns, and he's going to train everybody on how to fight newborns because he was a part of a group. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. Deep. I'm Are okay. Okay. I hate. Okay. All right. So we find out that Jasper was a major in the Confederate Army. Ugh. And he even says, I was the youngest major in General Lee's Army, and I didn't see any battle. So what that means, I think Tepper told me this, that really the only way you like moved up in rank in the Confederate Army was through money and through slave ownership. So really all he's saying is, I was a rich slave owner. I definitely owned slaves, is what he's saying. That and checks out. That he checks was out. traveling through Texas. Also, his accent comes in and out. It's there for like a scene, and then it's gone. But Yeah, it's like, whatever. babe, make a decision. Can we, out of nowhere, he's like, I'm from the South. Okay, babe. All right, anyway, the point, he goes to, te- his past is that he was going through Texas. He arrives... He, he happens upon three young women. So once again, temptresses. Women who fuck are bad. Women and who they're women stuff. of color, too. Women of color, yes. Mar- the leader is Maria. And she changes him into a vampire and is like, I love you. Please do, do anything for me. And she has him create a bunch of newborn vampires. And they only, none of them make it past a year of being a vampire. She kills them before, she has Jasper kill them before um uh they stop being super powerful baby vampires mm-hmm. and she uses his ability to control emotions mm-hmm. to make it 10 times easier for them but yes. it's not easy for him no and he seems very sad about this um i mean as he should but he seems more upset cuz he's like then i he just says oh then i met alice but she saw me coming, and she's like, "You kept me waiting." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" When yeah, did you and meet? then we don't. How did yeah, you we meet? Don't, no information. No information. But he seems. This is what drives me up a fucking wall. He seems very upset that he um, killed these vampire children, you know, or baby vampires or newborn, whatever they're called. He seems upset about that, but he doesn't seem to have a lot of regret or even acknowledgement. Of the fact that he was a slave owner. He just breezes on by the fact that he was... He, he seems very proud that he was a major in the Confederate Army. He seems very yeah. proud that he was, like, excuse me. And Alice seems psyched about being having this, like, Confederate boyfriend. And I think... No! Yeah, first of all, what Kill this hell? bitch! But also, I I don't know about you, but this is this is something that you and I talk about a lot about these movies is that mm-hmm. the side stories are oh. the, are the much more meaty, interesting, they're complex. Exactly. Yeah. And I really wish that we had either more information about Jasper or that mm-hmm. Jasper even had a redemption story. Like yeah. that would be I think far more interesting to me in his development and trusting him as a character to see he's like you know moving past those things because like 
I'm just going to say this. If you were participate, if you were white and you were in the Confederate Army, you were racist. Okay. Uh, that feels the, like a pretty low, but like the door. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. Uh, but I, I would love to see a redemption story. I would love to see him learn uh, and maybe even try to make amends. If And I know that's not really possible, but like something, something that moves us from A to B. I Part of me doesn't even want him to have a redemption arc because I'm not interested in redeeming this motherfucker, frankly. But like, that's fair. What's frustrating is there's not even an acknowledgement that yeah, that is nothing. the bad part. They're like, oh, he's really sad that he, you know, was tricked by this evil, sexy woman into being a vampire and like killing vampire people. Like he's he was this evil, sexy woman tricked this man. That seems to be the part of the story they're focusing on. Not the part yeah. that this motherfucker was a major in the Confederate Army. I yeah. feel like we, that should yeah, be acknowledged. Not only a racist saw, piece of shit slave owner, but also a traitor. Very excited about, like, he was so proud. He was so proud. Like, he's like, I was the youngest major. Excuse me? Yeah. Shut the okay. fuck. Like, if, like, I feel like even in True Blood, it's acknowledged, like, right? Wasn't there a thing that, like. Yeah, Bill it, has a whole thing about being a Confederate soldier. And he's like that was my bad or something like i think it's at least acknowledged or dealt with in some way in fucking true blood yeah it twilight is. doesn't do that no twilight, not at all twilight, twilight's and, like not interested and i want to also say too that like all of the relationships in twilight at least the vampire relationships that we're supposed to be excited about like rosalie and emmett uh, uh, Esme and Carlisle, uh, mm-hmm. Alice and Jasper—they're all very chaste relationships. So weird. And like none of them. Like they show some level of affection towards each other, but not really. Whereas like Jacob is much more sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, we get uh, also like even uh, what's her name, Victoria. Very, very the, in charge very of her sexuality. That was very sexual. What was and happening even, with her and that boy? Yeah, that and it's man. just yeah, and like <laughs> obviously Stephanie Meyer comes from a certain perspective where sex is not a Bam. good thing, and it's something that you should only do for procreation with your spouse, which is like mm-hmm. okay, whatever. I disagree, but okay, mm-hmm. and and it's frustrating too, like that Jacob. Because Jacob is a lot more sexual than Edward. And his whole thing is like, Bella, I know you love me. I can give you things that he can't. I'm alive. I'm warm. I'm flesh and blood. You can touch me. I'll touch you. I'm not afraid to touch you. Yeah. Which is like striking some chords with me. Just being like, we do like we do like to be touched by our partners, even though he and Bella are not partners. Nope. But like it's just they're not. it makes no sense. And then he basically bullies Bella into admitting that she has feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And like I don't think right. there's anything wrong with you can love more than one person at the same time, but you can't I mean you can because it can be done, but I don't think it's necessarily fair to be in love with more than one person at the same time when you're supposedly in a committed monogamous relationship with one of them. That's what's not right about it. I, I'm more upset. Yeah. I'm more upset that like 
Bella is telling him, hey, I've all, you're, you keep asking me to make a choice, and I'm telling you that I've already made the choice. And he's not listening to her. He also says, I know That's you true. like me because I make you nervous. Making someone nervous does not mean they want to date you. Yeah. Does not I mean that's, that's good. That's an we cannot thing. keep like uh, conflating like being nervous with liking someone. If you're scared or anxious around someone, that does not necessarily mean that you are attracted to them. Yeah, um, I think that's a good point to bring up. It's Allie. really creepy to me. Um, there it is creepy, else. and yeah, like there's he's there's really like, manipulative. He even says like it, it would yeah. be better if you were dead. Yeah, like, a fuck you, dude. If like, you tell me God. you would rather that I was dead than make a decision for myself, I'm not going to make out with you. Yeah. Um, he's a real little shit. Um, yeah, and can can we also circle back to the Quilu, the story that they tell while Bella is at their council, oh their, like, God. tribal meeting? This because basically, me crazy. Yeah, and so they basically tell the story of when the Quileutes first interacted with a vampire, um, and they call them. The, I also made a connection where it's like Melanie, duh, you stupid idiot, because they Don't call vampires. No, no, no. They call the vampires the cold ones. Yeah. And, and the vampires' last name are the Cullens. Cold ones, Cullens. Okay, I did not make that connection, but also yeah. that wasn't the Cullens that showed up that time. No, it wasn't. It was someone else. But cold ones, Cullens, remarkably similar. Oh. Like, like linguistically, the the last the last part of the first word and the first part of the last word kind Are of you? get smushed together. Yes. Over I, time. No, I. And that's, <laughs> well, I'm just explaining for the audience. I know you get it, but sorry, like I'm just. Sorry, this is my reasoning, <laughs> okay? Because no, like your point makes sense. I'm sorry I interrupted. It was just no, very okay. funny to me that you were like, okay, this is what I'm saying, and I'm like, no, I. But just for anyone who isn't on this train, cold ones can be elided to Cullens. Uh, so, ha-ha! Fuck you! Uh, I don't know why I said that. I'm so sorry. Um, but the anyway... The story is that... Yeah, they run into this vampire dude, and they, they turn into wolves for the first time, and they call them spirit warriors. And so they kill this vampire, and then his mate, a woman vampire comes back and wreaks havoc all over the place. And so the chief's wife sacrifices herself to give the chief a chance to attack this vampire. Mm-hmm. And the what she does, though, and just logistics people think, use your brain. This makes me so angry. The way that she sacrifices herself and distracts the vampire is that she stabs herself in the stomach Mm -hmm. and her blood distracts the vampire. And then she fucking dies, even though her husband, the chief, ends up killing the vampire. She could easily have just, like, cut her hand, like a little cut, and she would have lived. Yes. Why do we have to kill ourselves? Babe. Yeah. It's frustrating. Well, because Stephanie Meyer is, like, the best thing you can do as a woman is die you know that's such a fucking roman idea and it pisses me yeah like the the origins of the the roman republic are basically because like i can tell the story if you want we can cut it out if 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 it doesn't end up making the cut but basically like the the legend behind the founding of the roman republic that livy wrote in his history of the of the roman city basically is that bitch i am Livy. yeah <laughs> is that uh one of the kings in the time of the kings 
uh, Tarquinius Superbus. Um, oh, his son really like had the hots for this woman, and I believe her name was Lucretia. Um, it's been a while, but basically she's married to someone else and she's like, no, like I'm, I'm with someone else. I'm not going to have sex with you. So, uh, the prince basically assaults her, um, right. won't go into any more detail about that. Cause nobody needs to be triggered right now, including me. And what she does is she kills herself because there's no other solution to it. And so her sacrificing herself, and this is what the Romans considered sacrificing herself, gave way to the revolution that started the Roman Republic and overthrew the kings. So, oh my in, God. yeah, so basically in Republican Rome, which is like pre Julius Caesar, basically. Like, they, the best thing you could do as a woman, if you are compromised in any way, is to just fucking kill yourself. And it's so stupid. It's very dumb. It says that the inspiration that a woman might bring to a situation is more important than anything that she herself will actually achieve. Yes, and it also says that if your sexuality isn't controlled in a very specific way, or if it's controlled by someone that you don't, want to be controlling it necessarily like you know aside from like a husband or your father marrying you off or something like if someone violates that control of your sexuality then you're better off just being dead yep cool yeah love that so that's that's the energy that stephanie meyer is bringing to the table and i am not here for it i'm not either oh can we talk about rosalie's story yeah, I think this is a good segue because, first of all, I want an entire movie about Rosalie. I, Rosalie is the best one. Oh, Elsa, you were saying, like, the Collins are all very chaste. Like, Carlyle and Esme are, it's really just, like, we know that they're couples because they're standing next to each other. Um, no chemistry. No real chemistry. Um, like, Alice and Jasper kiss, I think. But yeah. Emmett and Rosalie are just kind of near each other. They know they don't like they never talk to each other. There's no scenes of them talking to each other, interacting with each other, holding yeah. hands. There's nothing. The only time we see Emmett is when Emmett's like, "I have a joke." And you're like, "Is this a joke? Was that it? That was a joke?" When is that? Okay. Yeah, or when um, he's like joking around with Bella about her becoming a vampire. Which, like, I think Emmett, those moments with her, with him and Bella are kind of sweet. But aside from being, like, a big himbo, he really doesn't add anything to the story. What is he, like, we don't know anything about why he and Rosalie are together. We don't know why, how he became a vampire. Like, nope. my idea, honestly, is that he was a, <laughs> he was like a jock who died doing a keg stand. And Carlisle <laughs> found him at the hospital and was like, I don't know, maybe this guy will be good for Rosalie. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Because he has Wait, that okay. energy of like, I let died me, doing a, a Friday activity. Let me Google it because I want to know. Maybe it's in the books and we both missed it. Let me Google it. Oh my God, we got to know. Um, should I talk about Rosalie's story while you look it up? Yeah. Okay. Rosalie has the most interesting story, frankly, of the vampires. And it's one where I'm like, this should be the movie. Because Rosalie's really pissed that Emma, uh, Emma, okay, Bella, Jesus Christ on the cross. Rosalie's pissed that Bella wants to be a vampire. And Bella 
walks up to her and is like, I don't know why you hate me so much. And she's like, I don't hate you. I mean, I don't like you, but I'm, I think you're making a wrong decision because I didn't have the, I didn't have a choice. And if I chose, I, I don't think I would have chosen this. And so we find out that, uh, she was kind of wealthy, kind of New York high society, and uh, she was going to marry this guy uh, who was also very wealthy, and it was sort of uh, set up like, oh, okay, I'll marry this guy and have this specific kind of life. And then one night she was out, and that guy, who it turns out was terrible, she didn't know he was terrible, corners her with a bunch of her friends, and it's implied that they like beat her to death among other really horrifying things and uh carlisle found her changed her and then she went back and sought revenge on each of those guys one by one and left the guy she was going to marry for last so that quote he would know she was coming and that's interesting like that's kind of a horror movie that's an interesting story frankly of like a woman getting revenge on this horrific thing that happened to her um but she also was like but you stop i'm i'm i i can't change this now but like i can't have kids i can't nothing about me changes i'm like this i'm the same way forever like a big thing rosalie says is like i don't have the possibilities that i had when i was human when i was alive i had all these possibilities of what my life could become and now I don't have those anymore. And like a recurring theme in this movie is the idea of possibilities. And it feels like it's the screenwriter trying to push some decent message through this story they were given. Because <laughs> yeah. on Anna Kendrick's speech when they graduate is great because it's basically saying you don't have to make decisions that will dictate the rest of your life right now. If you don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life, that's okay. This is the time to try stuff out and make mistakes so that when someone asks you what you know what you want you will really know and that's a great message and at the end of the movie i don't think this is in the book but bella says that this also makes me feel like this was a screenwriter being like this is how i'm going to try to justify it for myself otherwise i won't be able to continue to write these things um (laughs) is that Bella says, like, it, it's not about you or Jacob. It's not about me choosing between you and Jacob. It's about me choosing this for myself because I've been around this life and I've been around this world and I feel like I belong here. I finally feel like I belong somewhere. Um, which is nice in theory, but part of me is like, what? You've been almost killed so much and you've been very passive in a lot of this uh, a lot of these events emotionally abused you're being emotionally abused by lots of people um also jacob keeps saying like with me you wouldn't have to change hey she could not change and still not date you motherfucker yeah she could decide i don't want to be a vampire and still not date you dude yeah like she could marry mike newton or not marry anyone she could kiss anna kendrick because sometimes that seems like where this movie might be going yeah (laughs) i think that i i agree and i i think going back to rosalie also my favorite thing about her story is when she's talking about her revenge that she gets on the men that hurt her and the flashback is like she just like psychologically tortures this motherfucker and then shows up in like a wedding dress like (sighs) i fucking love that and she goes 
She goes, I was a little theatrical back then. And I was like, good. I want to see that. I want to watch a movie about that. We want this. The guy who directed this one also directed Hard Candy and 30 Days of Night. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, first of all, 30 Days of Night, great movie. Very Mm -hmm. spooky. Hard Candy, very difficult to watch, but yeah. very good. Elliot and Page I, is so good in it. Oh my god! They're and Patrick incredible. Wilson. They're both yeah. really good. Incredible. Um, but ugh, ugh, but okay. um, that's why part of this movie, like the opening of this movie, frankly, to it slaps. The opening yeah. of this movie slaps, dude. Of yeah. that kid in the rain running around and like screaming because he's being attacked by the vampire. It's so that's fucking sick. I think it was done well too. Oh, it was great. Um, um oh, yeah. okay, so I found out about Emmett. It's this oh, no. it's it is it it still makes no sense. Okay. Okay. He's from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Okay. Wait, he's southern? Yeah. What could have fooled me? What? Okay. And um he Carlisle changed him two years after he changed Rosalie. But Rosalie came across him in the mountains of Tennessee because he was mauled by a bear. And so she brings him to Carlisle to save him, and Carlisle changes him. Why was That's she it. in the, Why were they in the woods of Tennessee? I mean, presumably hunting for animals. Why they were they? Humans. Why? Why? He was eaten by a bear? Uh, yeah, he was mauled by a bear. That's that's what the Twilight Saga says. Okay, he was mauled by a bear. Yeah. What kind of river runs through it? Bullshit! Is the is river runs through it the one with the bear? Uh, I don't the, know. I haven't seen that. I was thinking the Revenant. Oh, I'm thinking about the Brad Pitt one, where it's like, and he was. I mean, spoiler for that, but like. Hold on. What's the one where Brad Pitt's... Brad Pitt... I'm just Googling Brad Pitt eaten by a bear. Eaten, eaten by a bear. Right? Legends of the Fall is the one uh, with the bear. That's Spoiler. the one with Robert Redford, right? Is it? I think... No, I think Legends of the Fall is Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. I think Legends but- of the Fall is... Um, uh, like uh like dealing with like father son issues and then i think it's one of those where it's like here meet my fiance watch her while i go do this thing and then the fiance hooks up with brad pitt because brad pitt is at the house all right (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean but anyway like again i Ooh. And this, it comes up yeah. in the next two movies, too, when we meet more vampires. They all have such interesting backstories, and I would love to learn. Like, I'm very interested in the rules of vampirism in this world. Like, for be- and for me, I think it's because the rules don't make sense. They don't make any sense. It's not clearly defined. And, like, yeah, you can take creative license, but, like, the license that Stephanie Meyer is taking is constantly contradicting itself. I, it's just confusing to me. Um, I, oh, wait. Can we talk about my favorite line in the whole fucking movie? Yes. Tell me. Okay, so when they're hiding from Victoria on the top of a mountain, and they're in a tent, and it's super cold, Jacob's outside the tent, Edward's inside the tent, it's freezing. Bella is shivering. 
She's probably going to die of hypothermia. She's freaking the fuck out. Jacob comes in. He's like, you can hear her teeth chattering from outside the tent. And Jacob basically offers to, like, warm her up, which is, like, get in the sleeping bag with her and, like, cuddle with her to, like, warm her up. Because he Yeah, because as a hot. wolf, yeah. They run got... hot. <laughs> and... <laughs> sorry, continue. <laughs> and they... Sorry, it's my favorite. It's the best line of, like, the whole series, frankly. Because you know when they wrote that, they were like, oh! Um, what it is, is Edward's like, don't you dare any... And Jacob goes, she may need her toes someday. And let's face it, I am hotter than you. <laughs> I lost my shit. I am hotter than you. That's the stupid... You know when they wrote that, they were like, we got it. We got it. We're incredible. Yeah. We're, this is the best. I remember when in I, the theater when people I being that, like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> Same, because I also saw Eclipse in theaters. Uh, oh boy, oh boy. And watching it by myself, I I don't remember what I said, but I had some sort of reaction that startled my cat. So oh. same page. Oh yeah, Resco was like, "What is going on with you?" Um, yeah, I am. Maybe, hotter I don't think he than wasn't. You. I don't think he actually. To be honest, I don't think my dog was that distracted. He was like, "Okay." Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's the i am hotter than you is a funny and that's when they're like glaring at each other frankly he and pattinson should kiss he and pattinson have more sexual chemistry than either of them do with kristen stewart yeah which is weird because pattinson dated kristen stewart um but they do i i think didn't pattinson kiss taylor lautner at like an event Oh, I don't know. I, I, th- I wouldn't know that. I think it was that. like an MTV thing and they kissed. Um, that sounds right. That sounds right. That feels correct to me. Yeah, um, like it's it's very much in the same vein as like Madonna, Britney kiss or like the um, Rachel McAdams, Ryan Baby Goose kiss. You really don't like Gosling. I don't. I really don't like. I'm not picking up what he's putting down. I'm picking it up. I'm lifting it over my head and I'm cheering and I'm screaming. Um, <laughs> holding it over my head like a boombox and saying anything. Um, <laughs> no, more than that. I'm like a Quasimodo in Hunchback where he's lifting, he's holding his morale down. He's like, Sanctuary! That's me. <laughs> that's me with the guts. That's um, my favorite Disney movie. Oh, that's cute, babe. Um, okay, Melanie, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is this movie romantic? Fuck no. This movie is not romantic. I, I, the thing, the whole time I'm like, she should break up with this asshole. Because he keeps being like, I would do anything for you. I would sacrifice, you know, I, you know, I, I would do anything. And it's like, then you break up with her for real. If you really want her to live a full, happy life, don't fucking date her. Um, and also, like, break up with her for real and don't try to don't do anything dramatic when she's living her life because that was basically the point of new moon. Yeah. And Edward had to just go fucking be himself, Oof. which is terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> like, yeah. It I is think really if wild they both, much, if they uh, both yeah. really love Bella, they'll both leave her alone. They'll fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I, it really is wild that, Pattinson and almost anything else I'm like oh damn 
But in this, I'm like, kill yeah. this dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can we talk about Charlie? Can we talk about Charlie? <gasps> All day, my dude. All day. Because in Oof. this in this movie, he's definitely, first of all, king of sass. We love a sassy dad. And um, just grade A. Love it. But he's, he basically is trying to tell Bella that he doesn't, I mean, he's clear that he doesn't like Edward, but he just keeps trying to extricate her from this clearly abusive situation, and he just keeps not doing anything about it. Like, yeah, Yeah. she's technically 18, but like, (laughs) like, I don't know. I just feel like it's. And this is just because reality is never going to be the same as the movies. I just wish there was a scene where Charlie, like, sat down with Bella and was like, hey, like, you're my daughter. I love you. I know we don't have a perfect relationship, but, like, I'm really concerned Mm -hmm. about you and your relationship with Edward for these reasons. How about... Like, to just I be like, spent, are you okay? Are you safe? Yeah. How about you spent months waking up screaming every night after he left, and then he just showed back up. And so that is concerning to me. Um, how about looking into Edward's, like, file, looking into his family, trying to figure out what the fuck is this dude's deal? Also, why don't the Collins just start at college age? Why don't they just say, oh, yeah, we're 18, we're going to college soon? Why do they have to be in high school? I don't know. Like, they should... Ugh. Weird. I don't Whoa. know. Melanie, was this movie sexy? Um, I think... No. I think Bryce Dallas Howard was incredibly sexy. Okay. That actually... That, she and that dude were serving something that the movie needed, frankly. Yeah. They, their they knew, sexual chemistry off the charts. They knew what was happening. They were like, we know why we're here. Yeah. They <laughs> the both leads un- cannot do anything that we're about to do, so we're just going to, like, lick each other's faces and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They both understood the assignment, so I think they were sexy. They and I do, I do think some of the sexual tension between Edward and Jacob was kind of sexy. What? But They're everything, so obsessed with each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Um. But that was it. Uh, that's what I thought was sexy. What about you? I would. I would agree. Uh, yeah. I. Cause like the whole, um, thing of like I'm an evil lady and I'm evil woman. Honest and I know they they changed actors, so this is when we got yeah. introduced to Bryce Dallas Howard. They said Rachel Lefebvre. Yeah, get Lefebvre. fucked. They told her to get fucked, and uh, unfortunately, well, sorry, ma'am. Yeah, you didn't do sorry, wrong. sorry to this woman. You did nothing wrong, uh, but they brought in Bryce Dallas, who frankly, great job. really, really amazing. She said, "Yeah, I'll put on this so wig." Good. She said, "Yeah, I'll put on this wig. I'll do what's asked of me. I'll do it. I don't care." Yeah. Um, Honestly, Bryce Dallas is so underappreciated. Like BDH. Great in Spider-Man 3, great what in Twilight you? 3, which is what this <laughs> is. Uh also great in Jurassic World. Real good. Jurassic World is it? So um good. she was also really good in Lady in the Water, which was objectively Man. a terrible movie, but she did a good job. Oh boy. Is that the one with Paul Giamatti? Yeah, it's the one where she's a mermaid in the pool in the apartment complex that he's the manager of. I didn't see it, but I do love Paul Giamatti. I mean, it, like I said, is it a good movie? Absolutely not. 
Um, is it another M. Night Shyamalan movie where M. Night Shyamalan thinks that he's Jesus? Uh, wait, yes. what's the twist? Is it that she's not a mermaid? Uh, no, she is. I actually don't remember. I saw it in theaters. There's no twist? Just, just hated it. There is a twist, but I don't remember what it was. Actually, I think the twist is that M. Night Shyamalan wasn't. Maybe it's that he was. He was Jesus? Something like that. Stupid. Okay, well, good for him. But um, aside from that, everyone else in that movie did a great job. Paul Giamatz, we love. Bryce Dallas Howard, great job. John what Leguizamo, if, great job. Leguizamo's in it? Yeah. If, hold on, Melanie. What if What if um, Paul Giamatz was in... I, I love just calling him Giamatz, like we're yeah. buds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, if Giamatz, what if Giamatz was in um, Twilight? If As he Charlie? were Edward... No, he's Edward. So it's the same <laughs> level of like self-loathing. It's the same level of self-loathing, but um, different. Like it's like, oh, this. Instead of like, hey, I'm a six-foot British guy with crazy hair. It's like a shorter Italian man with sad eyes. <laughs> it's like I, I don't have the strength to stay away from you, Bella. That's a terrible Paul Dream. I can't do a Paul Okay, I think we just invented a new game, and let's Paul Giamatify this movie. <gasps> I just, I, this is new game. Paul Chia Modify, that legitimately turned me on. <laughs> hey, yeah, baby. This is the new game. Paul Chia Modify this. I think he yeah, should be it's Edward. An- I want Paul Chia Modi to be Edward. Really? Uh, okay. Hmm. If we're thinking for. I, and I'm belt. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> If we're thinking where would it's he It's me and Paul best? Giamatti and we're kissing a bunch. I feel like. I don't hear, know. Hear me out. I don't, that's where Paul Giamatti's like, why does this like girl want to kiss me? I'm yeah, like, Paul, don't, Paul. I'm Paul, busy. Paul, if you're listening, Paul, we I'm both busy. adore you. Paul, we're so appreciative that you're listening Paul, to Paul, I get podcast. you're probably like married and happily so and like living your life and um. I totally get that and I love that and I want that for you and I think I think that's the most loving thing you could do is to let someone else feel love and feel their full life you know um anyway what what were you gonna say Melanie (laughs) I was gonna say I can see Paul Giamatti in a couple places in this movie like I feel like as Edward would it be hilarious and would he do a great job yeah obviously would he be a great Charlie yeah obviously would he be a great Carlisle yeah, obviously. Would he be a great Jacob? Yeah, obviously. I don't want to see him play a Native American. Oh, well, that's fair. I just mean as, like, a werewolf boy. Um, But yeah. as a Native yeah. person, no, I don't think he would do a good job. But as, like, no. a wolf boy, yeah. Um, um, I think he would also be really good as Michael Sheen's character. <gasps> as Arrow. Ooh, that'd be fun. Um... God, this movie. Wait, Melanie, we have the most important question of all. Fuck Mary Kill. I know, but I can only think of Paul Giamatti right now. Okay, I guess our answer is that we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna Paul fuck Giamatti. and marry Paul Giamatti. But then we do, unfortunately, have to kill Paul Giamatti because <laughs> that is the rules. Of the, those are the rules of the game. Yeah, we're not we're, happy about it. We're really yeah. sad about it. Listen, we're, we don't we make, don't feel we don't good make about the rules. This. We, we don't, don't feel good rules. about this. But no. rules are rules, and that's how life works, okay? We are law-abiding citizens, We okay? follow the rules. 
We take them very seriously. But I want you to know that before we kill Paul Giamatti, we're going to We're going to fuck him. him and we're going to marry him. And we're going to fuck the shit out of Paul Giamatti. <laughs> we're going to ruin his. We're going to ruin that man. We're going to. Yeah. We're going to. He's going to. We know. We're going to put in work. Yeah. I almost Gotta be feel walking like side to side, Paul Giamatti. You know? Hell yeah. I almost feel like we like I don't even want to play fuck Mary Kill with any of the characters in this movie because Did I would just kill, kill all of them. <laughs> like Jacob, kill. Edward, kill. kill. Jasper, kill. kill. Well, actually, I would marry Emmett. He's an he's a he's a nice himbo. Emmett but that's pretty much it. No. Yeah, I, I know. We don't know anything that about much him. Time with Emmett. You know who I honestly probably hook up with? Who? Rosalie. That's fair. I see that for that, you. Like, that blonde wig should not work. That blonde wig is terrible. She looks great. She looks great. She does. She, she does. looks great. She looks wonderful. Yeah. Um, God, this movie. This has been Eclipse. This movie. Oh, my God. I, you know what? I, I am glad, though. We got Paul Giamatti by this. I, I'm glad we got that out of this. You know? That's true, and I'm Giamatta. excited to continue to geomodify films from here well, on out. My old roommate and I, shout out to Greer, hi Greer, um, hey Greer, had like a running joke about um, how we were in like a love triangle with Paul Giamatti, um, and I we don't need to get into it, but it was pretty <laughs> serious. Okay, uh, uh. shout out, shout out to you, Paul. Um, anyway. Now that we've covered that, uh, yeah. Now that we've follow, covered that, how do you guys feel? What would you, Paul Gia, modify? Yeah, uh, w- let us please. know on our uh, Instagram and Twitter at HellNoCast or uh, HellNoCast.com. There's a link to send us an email, chat with us, let us know what you think, how you feel, and if you liked this episode, if you like this podcast, leave us a review. Hit us up with those stars, baby. Come on, it'll be fun. Just let us know how you feel. Ooh, um, baby. I, no, are we still doing the thing? Are we still doing that thing where if we get three five-star reviews, you will do the Twilight dance from TikTok? Yeah, I will learn the Twilight twerk dance from TikTok, and I will not only make a TikTok about it, but we will save it on our podcast Instagram forever. Honey, honey that's going to the grid. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, uh... This has been You Had Me at Hell No. I have been Allie. And I have been Mel. All right. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely at our homes in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to say congratulations to Tiffer on the birth of his daughter, as well as a big thank you to Lucille Petty and Bella Vanek for writing our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille.